All right, AJ, five more minutes on the clock. Love how ready you are for this. Uh, I want to talk to you today about culture and engagement when it comes to an SDR sort of integrating themselves within a new company, within a new team. Um, I'll just sort of start off with that. Do you have any good strategies or best practices for, for, let's start by looking at the company themselves, how they can best integrate a new SDR onto a team, how that team, how that SDR manager can, can bring someone in and make them a part of the, the cohesive unit that they've already been working to build. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I have some good tips on this. I think it, no matter what, it starts with the company. So like you, I know you have some tips on like an individual, how they can do exactly that kind of integrate themselves within the culture. But I think it starts at a, at a high level with the company level with the message that, and, and this is sort of best practice in my mind, whenever you bring a new person onto a team is that you're bringing them on not to be a culture fit, but a culture add. And a lot of times it's very, very easy for someone who's new to a team to jump on in and just hit like the level playing field that everyone's already set and not try to do anything that rocks the boat or makes them stand out. They, they just want to fit in with the existing culture. But more often than not, an organization hires somebody, whether they're an SDR, a manager, someone on the engineering team, someone in sales, like doesn't matter. They're hiring them not because they just fit in with the company culture, but because they think they can bring something to the table that might not already exist within the organization. And if you have that mentality going in as an SDR jumping onto a new team, or even someone who's just moving from one team to another, that mentality allows you to do more than just, you know, I'll show up to the happy hours that everyone shows up to, or I'll jump in on these like random coffees that we have. It allows you to do maybe a little bit more and suggest ideas that don't already exist within the organization and kind of pop that little bubble of comfort. Everyone knows the saying, there's there's growth in uncomfortability. I think that's the saying, be uncomfortable, get growth. That's how it is. <laughs> um, but, but that's the mentality I think that you have to have as someone jumping onto a new team. Otherwise, you know, you, you, you settle in, everyone is kind of ceteris paribus, no things change and there's no real growth with either yourself or the team overall. But um, I know you have some tactical things that reps can do when they jump in to, to make that splash and start to help everyone level up. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and it's definitely one of those things that's easier said than done. Like, oh, stand out, but, oh, yeah. but then put yourself in those shoes, right? You're new on a team of, I don't know, five to 10 people. They already know what they're doing. They're already performing as SDRs. The manager already knows them well. So you could sit there in a team mm -hmm. meeting just like silently um, and, and I do think that's a good idea for the first, I don't know, few weeks, month or so. But as you're doing that, you have to have things in mind, right? Maybe for the first couple weeks, you just think things in your head, but you're like, that could be a good thing to share. Be ready to start sharing those things. Because I think what happens a lot of the mm -hmm. time is you get comfortable in that. Like, okay, I'm just going to be like quiet team player, not going to rock the boat. And then once you settle into that, it can be a lot harder to get out of those habits. Um, whereas yeah. if you have that mindset that you're talking about, AJ, coming in, being a bit of a disruptor, obviously feel it out. You don't want to step on anyone's toes, anyone that's already been there and like sort of their responsibility and their roles. But um, having that right mindset to say, like, where is my role on this team? Let's figure it out. It can be a little uncomfortable. It's going to be that. That's just part of the job. Just like if you pick up the phone and call the wrong person, that's going to be uncomfortable. 
part of the job. Oh yeah. Um, so so just it, it really is, I think, mentally being able to do that, um, and then beyond that, just like take the optional opportunities, go to the happy hours, join the random copies. I know you just sort of said this, but um, from the individual's perspective, you don't have to like the people you work with, but you do. You should feel obligated to get to know them. You should understand sort of definitely how they operate in a in a work capacity. And I've found that one of the easiest ways to figure that out is to get to know them on a different level, at a happy hour, outside of work. Um, even if it's just talking to them during lunch or even at your desk during the day, just when you both have downtime, understanding what makes people tick regardless of work environment will also help you understand how they are as a person when they are working. And also, the more you know them, the more, I think, lenient you'll be. So like if someone you don't know very well does something that just pisses you off or like annoys you, maybe they whistle in the office. I know we used to have a coworker who hated that. Um, talking to them about it is much better than just sitting there and like passive aggressively, just like being mean to them, mm -hmm. fidgeted, like trying to do like clicking your tongue or something to try and annoy them equally back. There's all sorts of toxic essentially <laughs> toxic strategy that people sort of fall into when someone's annoying them and they want to just like annoy them back those are the worst things that happen in the work environment you don't have to like them like i said but you do need to know them yeah and to that point like the the job of an sdr can be incredibly isolating it, it can be you can feel like you're on an island sometimes and you're just sitting there making phone calls into the abyss nobody's picking up and if you're not connected with your team and, and people internally aren't, aren't talking with you then like you could spend entire days doing nothing but like sending slack messages and just calling nobody essentially and that can really wear on you over time uh, we had a symposium internally where we had reps talk about how they felt about company culture in terms of how to integrate themselves within teams the benefits of that and one of the quotes that i wrote down was I don't want to be a suffering caterpillar. I'd rather be a social butterfly. And for a lot of reps who don't take the time or put in the effort to be that culture ad, they will over time evolve into that suffering caterpillar because they haven't, like you said, got to know the people on their team. They don't know how to work with them. They're just sitting alone in the corner kind of suffering by themselves. Whereas if you do become that culture ad and you kind of adopt that social butterfly status, maybe not to an extent where you're like always trying to get in touch with your coworkers and always doing the happy hours and being a little extra, uh, you at least get to know how they work. You can bounce ideas off of each other. You can all learn and grow together. And I think that's the biggest benefit of adding to a culture rather than just sitting there and letting it kind of wash over you as you suffer alone as a caterpillar in the corner. All right, AJ, 15 seconds. Tell everybody about opt-in opt-in quick five-ish minute videos, actionable sales development tips, minimal fluff. You can find us on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on our Instagram, and on the website, demanddrive.com. Yeah, don't you don't want to be the caterpillar. I feel like, should we make it the, uh, would the cocoon be a better place to be alone and suffering? That's true, like yeah. The, the chrysalis. The chrysalis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>